You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. The content of this program is sponsored by the Sativa Talk podcast. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More or the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Welcome, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Sativa Talk Podcast, where we have blunt conversations. We like to talk about cannabis, of course. Whether you are a vet, newbie, or just curious, we got you covered. And we will get into some lifestyle and entrepreneurship as well. We are now celebrating our third episode. Um, think about three, all right? Three co- good things come in three, they say. The birth, life, and death cycle. The mind, body, and soul connection. The three acts of a typical story. Wherever the number three shows up in life, it's generally an omen of creativity, communication, optimism, and curiosity. The number three represents harmony, wisdom, and understanding. So with that being said, we're going to get into episode three. Today's guest. I don't want to wait until Black History Month to bring in this guest, okay? To bring in some Black history, that is. The first Black woman in cannabis industry to have her own exclusive genetics and the icon, the legend, Miss First Lady of the West Coast. Everybody show a round of applause. Woo! Yeah, I'm gonna get some sound effects. Okay, we're gonna add some claps in there. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing this morning, evening, and afternoon? Yes, she came in and brought the energy. Y'all know I get extremely nervous before I start recording, and so she just brought in the random good spark of energy that I needed to get this thing going. So I appreciate you for that. Anytime, Queen. Anytime. I got you. So before we get into our news, I want to thank our sponsorships. The Business Entertainment West, they are in business of providing entertainment on the West Coast. You can find them on Instagram at biz. ENT West underscore Vegas and tell them to thank you for bringing Angie T back on the airwaves. So, of course, Miss First Lady, I will get into, you know, your history and everything, but, you know, in Sativa Talk podcast form, I do want to first address what's going on in the weed industry. So, there was a story released in regards to cannabis and surgery. Now, have you had that talk with your doctor or dentist or if you've had any surgery? Oh, of, of course. Yeah. Having to refrain? No. Any, no? I've never refrained from smoking cannabis. But did they tell you to? No. Really? I, no, I've never had a doctor tell me that. And I did see what you're about to bring up on on, on, on the uh, the talk. Uh, I did see it, but I didn't get to read it. So okay. well, I'm excited me... to hear about what they want to say. But no, I've had some surgeries and I was smoking. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, for those who are just curious, I want to know, if you ever had surgery, whether it be a BBL or a tooth pull, you were probably warned against using cannabis anywhere from between 72 hours prior all the way up to 7 to 10 days before and and after your surgery. Now, the American Society of Regional Anesthesia and Medicine um, has released some guidelines. Before, we they were just kind of just... <laughs> I really feel like it was just the doctor's opinion on Mary. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't right. any research done, even though they just started the research. But okay, we'll let it go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, this guidance is based on known uh, data and recommendations um, from different doctors, physicians, anesthesiologists, and experts and uh, patient advocates. Recommendations include screening all patients before surgery, postponing elective surgeries in patients who have um, altered mental status or impaired decision-making capacity at the time of surgery, which they consider being uh, the result of consuming cannabis you are wow to counsel uh 
uh, counseling frequent users on the potential negative effects of cannabis use on the post-operation pain control, uh, counseling pregnant patients on the potential risk of cannabis use on an unborn child. So one study by Baylor University in 2019 shows that cannabis consumers may require a higher dose of anesthesia uh, than non-consumers as well as a slew of other patient interactions. While other studies found no significant difference uh, before surgery, so it's kind of like an up and down situation. Cannabis might be an issue at the dentist as well. There's a strong belief that cannabis interacts with Novocaine and the local anesthesia. Um, in one study, they said that it, it, the results are undesirable, whatever that, you know, right. I, they didn't specify I, what undesirable means. Yeah, but I remember I got a wisdom <clears throat> tooth pulled and they told me I could not consume cannabis. And he actually prescribed me a, a, a volume. Really? Because me, I I get anxiety, child. I, I'm one of them kids. I had nothing but cavities growing up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I, just horrible experiences at the dentist. So I get a little yeah. anxiety. So I take the edge off. And I said, is that okay? And he told me, no, take this value. Mm. So I, what are your thoughts on that, first lady? Uh, I would say it goes back to DNA to me. Mm-hmm. Your DNA, mm-hmm. and then as far as how long you've been consuming me, I've been consuming cannabis since I was 16. And I mean, there's people out there that have been consuming it longer than I have, and um, I've, I've never had any issues. But I can't say that that couldn't happen to somebody else, mm-hmm. it, it could have, you know, mixing it. But then it goes back to I always feel like when you mix a plant based medicine with a chemical. Yeah, you're you probably going to have a reaction because mm-hmm. they're not supposed to be mixed. You know, when you go to Jamaica, they'll tell you, Rasta girl, get off them pharmaceutical drugs and for two weeks and clear your body. So if you have Rastans that believe in this, this plant, not just cannabis, any other herbal plant that you have to get, you know, off of and clean your body of that, then consume that herbal plant to actually have that mm-hmm. natural plant in your body. You know, I don't, you know, I don't know. I think they like to find stories, but it also goes back Mm -hmm. to DNA. You could be a person that, you know, are mixing that. But I've, for me, I've never had that issue. I've never, I've just. Yeah. I mean, like you said, I mean, THC in general, it affects us all differently. Mm -hmm. You know, some people don't like indica, sativa. Some people like low THC count. It does affect us differently, but they have to have a blanket statement Mm -hmm. um, across the board. So they're like, just don't consume. Um, Like you said, you know, after I got my tooth pulled, I needed to smoke a little something. So I don't know. Okay, (laughs) I'm not telling you to do it or not to do it. I'm just saying what these people say it. Well, even with that. You take after you hit it. You still had that in you. Mm-hmm. It did. It didn't just leave right away. So you did mix it together a little bit. So how did you feel? Allegedly, I yeah. don't know. I'm just saying. Were you panicking? Okay, okay, yeah. I see, started okay. eating, and you know, hey, and I was chill. That's what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know. I'll keep an eye out for that. You know, a lot yeah. of the research in um, uh, medically has, you know, it's very new yeah. in regards to cannabis. So this is just the first time they've ever put something down yeah. on paper. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that things will change as research goes along as it becomes more legal and it doesn't become this big uh issue of right. consuming and, and things of that nature so That's true we shall see um so i want to get into the interview portion i want to talk to you a little bit about your story um you know you had your own strain genetics like how did that even come about you know yeah. where you're just in the lab experimenting it's like <laughs> you know what that's mine put my name on it 
I was 17 years old when I manifested having my own shrine line. Okay. And then... Wait, where did you grow up? I grew up in Northern California. Okay, of course. I'm from the Bay Area. That privilege of being around it. My whole life. Okay. It's been a medicine. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was 17 years old, manifested it. I remember I I just had this story yesterday um, with the interviewer for a magazine. It was just like, yeah, I looked up at the sky and was like... God, and it was like real talk. <laughs> I was like, God, it would be dope if I had my own strand line. My sister was laughing at me. She was back there smoking her weed. But <laughs> till this day, I met my breeder, Duke of Herb, or Duke of Doja, as they call him. And we ended up linking up and meeting. And he was like, the first thing out of his mouth was, why don't you not have your own strand line? And when he said that, I was like, I'm about to ask you this question. Why don't I not have my own strand line? And uh, since 2015, his- history has been made. Not knowing that history would have been made, mm-hmm. I only knew that when I got to Dope Magazine um, headquarters in Seattle, Washington, and we're sitting at the table at their like headquarters table, and everybody's talking, and they're like, "You know what? We've never known a black woman or a woman to have an exclusive strand line. It's always been mm-hmm. a white man's field. It's always been the white men creating. Even though Duke of Herb is Caucasian, you guys. And yes, he did create them for me. But for me as a black woman to have that and to show other women, minority women, black women, the possibilities of what can be done um, has been truly incredible. So, um, okay. Is that's this how, a sativa? Is this an indica? What kind of strain is this? Black Girl Magic OG is an indica. Then you have okay. Shirley Ross is an indica. First Lay of the West Coast Kush was my first strand line. That's a sativa. So that's going to bring, bring that uplifting and yeah. creativity up in there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then December Night, shout out to my guy, son Malik. Uh, he named it December Night's OG. That is a hybrid. So I kind of have all of them. The indica, the hybrid, mm-hmm. the sativa. And then we're getting ready to come out with the CBD line because there are people out there who cannot consume mm-hmm. THC. Such as truck drivers <laughs> yeah. who work for the state, things mm-hmm. of that nature, but still want something to kind of relax their body, help exactly. them sleep, have chronic pain. So, yeah. So we'll be coming out with that. So. I'm excited about it. Um, yeah. You know, I used to get, when I worked in the dispensary, I used to get a lot of people that come in there, usually a couple from out of town, usually somewhere mm. like Indiana, somewhere mm. where it's like extremely illegal. Right. And they're like, you know, I, I, I'm a truck driver. I take tests, so I need something that's going to, you know, relax me, but not show up on the test. And I'm like, okay, well, CBD is probably your best bet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't even take that chance because you're going to yeah. be coming back here mad because I, t- I done gave you this and you got fired. Mm-hmm. So, um, but actually, CBD is actually pretty. Yeah, it's good. It's great. I tell people consume it. Consume it. Make sure you're. It's like a vitamin. Please consume it. Yeah, that's why a lot of people like have uh, chronic pain. Side note: um, If you do take uh, CBD, you know it helps with that. Yes. However, it won't will not be as quickly as a prescription pill. You're gonna have to be consistent about it. Mm -hmm. So you know, you know, consume it. Whatever it is, if it's the the oil or well the tinctures or gummy or whatever the case is, every day same time, and then you'll start to see the effects. Give it some weeks. You know, natural remedies usually take a little bit longer. Yeah, I think that's that's very cool. Yeah. yeah. And okay. I uh, see I was going to go with the entourage effect, but we're going to get back to this. <laughs> uh, so it looks like you have some endeavors uh, in Jamaica in Colombia. Oh, man. Yeah. Jamaica. Shout out to uh, Green Block Development, Sakari, Mr. Wright. Um, we have 12 acres of land out there in Jamaica, you guys, in Portland, Jamaica. Um, we have a dispensary and we're currently built. I mean, we're currently building the dispensary and we have a cultivation that has been built. We have a restaurant. 
We have a venture park. Wow. Um, and we we are we are still building. Is this a cannabis building. venture park? Yeah, this is a cannabis venture park. Shut so like, your mouth. It's an all one stop shop. That's what I'm gonna love about it because you'll be able to get your cannabis. You'll be able to do a tour if you want to do your little venture park and get on the little bikes and trail around the island and stuff like that. Then you'll be able to do wow. that. And if you're hungry, you get that authentic, the authentic. You know, come back to the states. I'm like, we got Jamaican food. No, you don't. Yeah, what if you somebody to make an auntie in the kitchen? It's kind of auntie, <laughs> auntie, auntie. I know you ain't got the herbs from the island. <laughs> I know I don't taste it. <laughs> Me be upset, but I know you doing your thing. You know, so I would never, you know, get on them. But get a meal. Um, it's literally a one stop shop. It's wow. So I'm okay. really excited about it. Columbia, that well, is wait a Wind second. Hold on. Go wait. for it. Jamaica. Hold Go on. Go for it. Yeah. And excuse my ignorance. Nah. Um. I've we a, a dispensary in Jamaica is that really gonna like because I feel like it's amazed. there regardless it's kind of like California <laughs> it's, it's like already flourishing I've is been that necessary? to well in ways it is for tourism like mm-hmm. I don't know I don't stay where the tourism at like I don't even know what that experience is I have never <laughs> stayed at a resort in Jamaica before I don't know what none of that's like I've been with the locals I've been out there with the rosters so yeah been out there in them streets <laughs> but they'll show me and you and she is correct because you know it's like there's weed everywhere why do you need a dispensary but it'd be mainly for the tourists mm. you know and stuff like Feel that and then the farms mm-hmm. that are growing it that we do go get to the tour and be like Rasta Guerra here here's a plant you know and be like <laughs> oh she, I can't smoke all of this while I'm about to be here um, but it allows them to be able to put their product back into there so then people can be able to try the organic the natural mm-hmm. um, Jamaica cannabis right you know there's cookies out there they get the seeds they grow in the seeds um, and this is indoor or outdoor? This is outdoor. You do have indoor. Mm-hmm. You have some that do indoor. Like I know ours ours is outdoor. We will do indoor because one of the business partners like, I only want to grow Black Girl Magic indoor. I want to grow it like they grow it in California. <laughs> like that. I'm like, I feel you and I, 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 I appreciate it. And definitely yeah. I'm going to make sure they learn and understand how to grow um, California and Jamaica because it definitely can be done. I mean, everybody else is doing it. You just learn the temperatures. You learn that. You learn that environment for that plant. Mm-hmm. Um, Much respect you can be to able Jamaica, to do it, but so. I'm just gonna tell the truth now. Yeah, I went to the Bahamas for my birthday. Yeah, how old was that? When I, my 30th birthday, I went to the Bahamas. And baby, when I tell you, I I ain't know if we was if we were taking in some oregano or if that was. <laughs> I was she ain't like. <laughs> I was not. Happy. She's oh, a you know what? And we went through a lot to get there. Okay, it wasn't even. It was raining outside, and we had to go. Fi- we had to get on the the local bus. We went yeah, on the side nah. they don't show you about. Okay, <laughs> first of all, they don't have bus stops. You just stand on the corner and you just kind of wave them down. Okay, <laughs> it was stressful. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, so yeah, um, the weed is trash. I'm sorry, respectfully. I'm sorry, Bahamas. It's a beautiful place, Bahamas. But even like. Like in Jamaica, with some of the Rostons, like my business partners, they'll say, you know, the, like the last time me and my business partner talked, he said, I'm going to tell the truth, you know, like, nobody really wants to smoke our weed. They want our weed. They want California weed. Mm. He's Interesting. like, he's like, Rasta, every time you come, what do they ask for? I'm like, yeah, they have samples of my weed. And it's like, I'll get their weed. There's a weed there in Jamaica. That I would say is the closest thing from Oakland, California. Like the closest to, to the Granddaddy Purple. I, I I kid you not. Like that. <laughs> like is the closest thing I've tried. I'm uh-huh. not gonna lie. Everything else that I have tried in Jamaica, you know, 
you know, mysteriously God, you know, I don't know, a black girl, magic OG be there with me too. So I, I thank God that I have that because the weed don't be strong enough for me. I be upset. I, I was wondering, like, you know, maybe do I smoke too much? Because I, me, I, you know, I've been on and off for years, but still, me, I can, I usually roll paper. Shout out to my paper. Okay. And I normally take about seven to 10 puffs and I'm good. So sometimes when I smoke trash, I'm like, maybe I'm doing too much. <laughs> maybe my tolerance went up a little bit. But yeah, I had high hopes and they kind of let yeah. me down. But anyway, uh, Columbia. Columbia, that's going to be with Windheel Tours. Okay. So I seen, shout out to Duchess of Danks, uh, shout out to Miss Miriam Pryor. Uh, who else was out there I seen? Uh, they're the ones that I seen them. I was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Shout out to Mood Fest because Mood Fest, we were supposed to be in Columbia and we didn't go. So I was very suspicious about the cannabis scene out there. You know, I don't want to go nowhere and I can't smoke my cannabis. I'm trying to tell you. But I could drink alcohol and just poison up my liver and my lung, my kidneys. No, we're not doing this. I want to smoke my weed. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> I'm being honest. I have a little drinky drink. The views I and perspectives presented weed. here on Steve Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> um, it's just health, you know, it's just, you know, like. You don't want to just be drunk all the time. Like, I still want to smoke my stuff. So, in Colombia, you're going to be doing a, um, a partnership there as well? Uh, Yeah, we're going to okay. do a partnership there. Well, it gets, it gets into that because, you know, we're going to do that. And, you know, you hear different stories that you can consume it, you can't consume it. So, seeing them mm-hmm. with Pryor, Miss Mary Pryor and the Duchess of Dankage was like, hold on, you guys are doing cannabis farms. You guys are out here smoking it. They're providing it to you. I was told that this was a no-no. Mm-hmm. So to see that, that was good. So I reached out to them like I always do. Like, hey, you know, I would love to bring my genetic to your guys' country, you know, and, mm-hmm. and be able to, you know, provide that to you guys. And now I see that's you how talking, history was made. You're reaching out to a lot of people outside of the States. How has been the uh, your experience with trying to expand your brand and your uh, strain here in the States? Um, I'm picky. Uh, I'm very picky. If it was up to me, it would be coming out of northern california like like gal wines eventually they'll end up doing this they're doing a study right now like with the wine they could do the study on the soil how that soil creates this wine and make the wine taste like this and what we're doing in california but if it was up to me it would all come out of northern california and we would distribute to all the other states as if as we do now we just need it to be legalized now for me to be able to do that um, to allow people to get the quality that um, I think that they should have of Black Girl Magic or G or First Lay of the West Coast Kush. It's quality. Then you got a lot of people that get in the industry. They don't know nothing about growing. They've been growing for three, six months, a year now. You're some pro grower. And to me, no shot at you guys. I'm proud of you guys learning, but continue to keep learning. I've been learning for decades now and I'm still learning. So it doesn't make me this pro grower. It just makes me a grower that loves and loves what I do. But there's people out there that don't have a passion for it. They don't have a love for it. So now you're vibrating those energies onto the plant. I don't want that vibrating mm. on my plant. Then you go into the quality of the cannabis. A lot of people are like, oh, look at it. It's pretty. Look at the trichomes. Oh, it's 30% THC. Okay, that's great. But what's the terpene profile? Let's talk about that. Oh, the bud's pretty, but when I taste it, it tastes like trash. Okay, so, hold on. Because you, I, I want everybody yeah. to have an understanding. Oh, yeah. So when she talks 
talks about terpenes. <laughs> oh, you guys are, yeah. You know, just for anyone that listens, I want this to be across the board for everybody, yeah, right? Of course. So terpenes generally uh, give, it's really the character and the flavor of the flower. So, you know, myrcene, that one's going to have you like real chill and yes. relaxed. You know, humulene is going to curve your appetite. It just kind of builds the character of the actual flower. Right. So that's important. People, some people are starting to get into it a little yeah. bit of realizing it. It's bigger than just a THC count because me personally, I like, uh, you know, like a lower 20, but just maybe a little <laughs> bit higher terpene and yeah. I'm good to go. I don't, I don't need too much. Not yeah. too much. I but go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, no, you're good because people do know because somebody just said, oh, okay, I understand. Yeah. What are your favorite um, mine is mercy i'm gonna tell you that right oh, now okay. uh mercy is you definitely like one of my favorites down oh yeah i like to feel i Locked like to down. feel great <laughs> <laughs> this is like one of my favorites uh lime's one of my other favorites mm. uh pine um what's another favorite like all of them are probably all my favorite you. because <laughs> depending on your mood yeah, and then it goes back to it provides that 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 medicine you know that our mm-hmm. body needs. Our body is an e- ECS, so if it's endocannabinoid system, so us taking that in, it's like plugging like a socket into the wall. It's like, yeah. oh, hey, how you doing? Yeah. So like, there's well, parts of mm-hmm. each you know terpene that your body does need. You just haven't experienced it yet. Yeah, and once you figure um, it out, it's kind of like it's it's fun because now you can you can pick what you need. You know, yeah. when people just come to dispensaries, like, oh, okay. what's the strongest? It's like, no. Nah. What type of experience are you looking for? Okay. That's how I can really help you. It doesn't really matter about the highest THC yeah. count. It really matters. Okay, this terpene can do this, and that's what mm-hmm. you're looking for. Put you guys together, and you're welcome. Tip me. Okay. Um, no, she's telling the truth. <laughs> she's telling the truth. So that's that's been the biggest uh, of getting it in the States. I've had promises with Vegas, you know, about bringing the genetic hair. Yeah. Um. It's you a know, dirty game here. Yeah, it's a, it's it's yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of uh, when somebody tell me here, especially game. when it got became first legal, mm-hmm. a lot of growers came here with a lot of big promises, mm-hmm. a lot of what I can do for you, and ran right. businesses yeah. right into the ground. They uh, yeah, because I you know a lot of people ask me why are you not home <laughs> because I I was promised you know with people that they would help me bring the genetic and you know I always say mm-hmm. God's timing it will always work itself out black girl magic eventually will come to vegas mm-hmm. but uh she is growing in california northern california uh bear farm shout out to bear farm shout out to soul spirits in humboldt county you know what i'm saying the the capital of cannabis um in california if you don't know I, i'm letting you know now do your homework right. um you got to do your homework bear emerald triangle <laughs> yeah okay. emerald triangle okay, humboldt county um so Black Girl Magic is growing out there. We will be getting her into the state. It's a lot of stuff, you know, especially like with California, the metric, their whole system. You know, mm-hmm. it's, well, we can't bring Black Girl Magic into the system. So we'll get a genetic that's already in the system and we'll just rename it Black Girl Magic. That's stuff that I run into. I love you guys. I would never do you guys like that. I would never take another genetic that's out there and just be like, okay, we'll name that Black Girl Magic and then give it to you guys knowing that, oh, it's Blue Dream, but we just renamed it. I have a problem I with like that. I like Blue Dream, by the way. Um, just saying. Oh, you should have told me. I would have brought you some. Yeah, okay. Um, well, now, yeah, you, you yeah. know. Yeah, I got a big old jar. Wesley in the back, yeah, you yeah. like Blue Dream? Wesley yeah, like Blue I got Dream? Some, <laughs> yeah, I definitely got some at home. Yes, I know that's right. Well, I definitely look forward to you bringing uh, your strain here to uh, to the states and have it distributed mm-hmm. the right way. I appreciate you, and I want to commend you for having uh, integrity with it because you know a lot of times, well what's happening now is these corporations are getting involved which they are so far removed 
from the passion for the flower. And uh, so, it, I mean, it actually shows up in the product yeah. overall. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm it saying? So does. I definitely appreciate that. So um, uh, here at Sativa Talk Podcast, we would like to get into a little bit of lifestyle as well. Um, so this story is kind of crazy. I definitely wanted to talk about it. They are actually releasing a robot lawyer to make legal representation affordable. Now, um, artificial intelligence to help consumers fight against a large, oh, the large corporations and solve their problems like beating parking tickets, appealing bank fees, and suing robocallers. AI creators run on a smartphone. Uh, so basically, you it would listen to the court's arguments and formulate responses for the defendant. Um, it will be in real time through headphones. It's called Do Not Pay. They have raised about $27.7 million from tech-focused venture capital firms. Now, the issue is... Uh, having this type of tech usually isn't legal in most courtrooms. Uh, some states require that all parties consent uh, to being recorded, which rules out the possibility of a robot lawyer entering many courtrooms. Of the 300 cases, do not pay considered for trial of its robot lawyer. Only two were feasible. So it seems like, you know, it's a good idea from a long stretch, but they're trying. My thing is on one side, the whole AI thing, it is it is kind of, it's it's terrifying. I've seen I Am yeah. Legend, or yeah. uh, ain't that what it, was yeah. it I Am Legend? Yeah, I've seen, I seen yeah, it a I couple times. About. Yeah. Um, but on the other side, it's kind of like, okay, I got to get with it. Kind of like the uh, cyber world, right? You got to kind of get yeah. with it. I'm trying to get Sativa Talk podcast on somebody's cyber world. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So... And then on the other side, it's like, well, these public defenders are overworked and underpaid anyway, so why not tap in somebody for some help? I, I mean, I mean, it's happening. You see restaurants doing it. I just seen a gas station go vroom, 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 and sticking it out. I said, oh, okay. We- what? Gas stations pump your own gas? Yeah. They pump gas for you? Yeah, well, girl, I seen it. Uh, yesterday I was scrolling and thought, oh, oh. wow, technology is... Got the machines know, making the fries and stuff. Go to that one. I, see, I'm all about. I'm a sucker for convenience, and that's how they're gonna get me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> my only thing about it is, if you're gonna find my case, I need you to win this case. Yeah, I need. I don't need to be like, oh, yes, the defendant. That, that, that. Hold on, wait a minute. No, we ain't. Oh, what you talking about? We ain't doing none of that. So that's where I get a little worried about. Like, hold on, what you gonna Wrong say? Case reset. But Somebody. if we gonna win, oh yeah, let's do this. I'm with it. I know. I'm the type. We we gotta win. I mean, uh, like I said, you know, a lot of people, these public defenders, they don't even really know your name. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Before they go into courtroom, so that's true. I'm pretty sure some people would rather take that chance. You know, with the AI, at least they. <laughs> you know hopefully have been programmed with all the laws and the loopholes so they should be able to you know help you out a little bit yeah i I need to see somebody i need other people to be testers for me you know (laughs) (laughs) i just i need to peep it out for a little bit (laughs) to see what's going on i know girl i just got the jury summons uh letter it's just sitting on the table i'm like okay oh you got one too i did but I'm kind of I'm kind of excited though. Like I wanna I wanna go. Like, I want to be on one of the ones that are like exciting. Like yeah. But you can't talk about it, right? Because I want to come home and be like, well, let me. Tell you I can't tell y'all about I it know. when it's done, though, right? I don't know. At any point, can I talk about? Because I got one we too. Gotta look up the rule. <laughs> I know because I feel like, what if I'm in a top murderer serial serial yeah. murder? And you know, like partner. Let me views I'm gonna get. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was very millennial of me. <laughs> So before I let you go, um, I do want to give a mention because you are like an onion. You have a lot of layers, a lot of things that's going on. You have an ebook, Grow Your Own Food. Yes. Um, side note, I would love, I wanted to have, there's a, um, 
a marijuana flower that you can actually grow in-house. It doesn't actually bud up or anything, but it just kind of grows. I want one of those for my home. So if you want to do like a class on that, I'll, I'll yeah, of girl. course, you just get a plant and just but, grow it. Okay, okay. Well, if it's that simple, then yeah. Uh, but <laughs> talk about growing your own food because it's kind of difficult here in the desert. Mm, so you got to do it indoor. You got to do it indoor. You got to get your own tents, get the soil. Get the fruits and vegetables and look at some of these, but like my pomegranate, mm, that's going to take years to okay. produce some fruit. <laughs> but um, for me, I have tents and I have the right lighting so I can grow all year round. My tomatoes, mm-hmm, tomatoes, cucumbers, mm-hmm. strawberries, your basic things. I don't want to call them basic. I even got some collard grains going. So, wow. Okay. Yeah. You could do it. It's, it's important. I mean, if you are in a, live somewhere that you have a backyard and you could build your own garden, I would say start doing that. Our, our food ain't right. What they doing to our food today, you guys, is just not right. Even with the fruits and vegetables, go to your local farmer markets. Please get your fruits and vegetables from there. And if you do get it from the store, look at that sticker. It'll say a nine on it. That's how you know it's organic and it doesn't have Roundup in it. It doesn't have chemicals or the stuff that they're doing, even with their, the meats. So just, I ain't telling nobody what to do, but if you could start growing your own food and knowing where your food comes from, awesome. Okay, how can we access this uh, ebook, Grow Your Own Food? Uh, you can go to www.herbalifecultivation.com and you can get it on you can get it on there um, if you guys are interested you can definitely check that out yeah, i know i will um because i i i just figured out well i just found my green thumb okay <clears throat> after like the third or fourth <laughs> aloe vera plant that passed away Aww. and i miss you uh, they said the things that's hard to kill but they was they got on up out of here <laughs> so uh <laughs> now i feel ready and prepared you know um so i definitely want to try that out you said grow it inside i don't know where yeah. in my little one bedroom we gonna fit it but we gonna make some room for like it we're gonna find a place all right so um do you have a social media something where people can uh, oh yeah you could guys follow me follow me on instagram at first lady of the west coast or twitter first lady it's f-l-o-t-w-c uh, in facebook first lady of the west coast uh, and that's where you guys can find me at Okay. Well, I appreciate you once again for coming in and uh, chatting with us here on Sativa Talk Podcast. I want to thank the Business Entertainment West once again for the sponsorship. If anyone would like a mention or a sponsorship, you can reach me at angiet.onair at gmail.com. I got to give a shout out to Wesley in the sound room. Thank you so much for your help and and just everything that you do. If you would like to run this episode back or you missed any previous episodes, you you can search Sativa Talk Podcast on Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, and of course, the UNLV website. Just search for the podcast. My Instagram is NGT underscore on air and Facebook is Angie Thompson. I want to send my love and appreciation out to you guys for tuning in and I will see you guys next week. This is a T. This is a tongue twister. And leave this in, Wesley, because they need to know. <sighs> this is the Team of Talk podcast. I'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>